Blog Talk Radio. Everyone goes, oh, that's a lot of work. It's not. 
you want to research. What, because here's a point. Here, let, me, let me back up just a little bit. I don't want you to just to go on and say, I'm going to say, hey, go LinkedIn. It's the best thing since sliced bread. You get uh, you um, you finish the show. You you're you're full of uh, uh, you know energy. You're real excited about it. You go in, you sign up for your profile, and you start trying to fill things in and look around and duh, duh, that's going to um, you're going to lose steam really quickly because there's a lot of work that you have to put into LinkedIn if you just sign up and start doing things. You know, I think it's better to have a more prepared approach because then you can kind of take off each thing before you actually need to do it so you can think about things in a more sophisticated way. So, for example, this is where I'm going to say when I say research. What you should do is obviously sign up for LinkedIn, fill out your whole profile, don't get into all, all of that, just get your account set up so you can access other areas of LinkedIn. Then what I would like you to do is identify the person that is most respected within your field. Now, I'm not saying male. I'm saying within your company's field. So, for example, if you are in, um, let's say, Tampa, and you are an auto mechanic, you know who the most respected auto mechanic or the one who gets the most business um, is in the area. So what you want to do is you want to do a LinkedIn search for that person's name and that person's company. What that will do is that will show you how they are representing themselves on LinkedIn. So basically it's giving you an idea of how your people in your industry present themselves. And if you know more people, so for example, if you have a larger business and say you are doing um, you're an assisted living uh, community, you know that within your community there could be maybe three others. So you want to find out who has your role. So say your activities director, I don't know. You want to find out who the activities director is and the name of the comp- uh, and the name of the um, spot, and then look at this and see how they're representing themselves on LinkedIn. Now, I'm not saying copy what they're doing. That's totally wrong and totally not what I want you to do. I want you to understand how people are using it. So, in, in some cases, you your business could be so niche that there's no one coming up. Then what I would do is look at a successful person that you see in a magazine or you see on the news or someone that is, you know, always is a writer for Huffington Post and is considered an expert in their field or whatever they're reporting on. And this will just give you a little bit more clues as to how to present your information on LinkedIn. Okay, and I'm telling you this trick it works for all social media. I'm not saying that this is 100% foolproof, but what it will do is it will enable you to get closer to your goal faster. You're still going to have to do other legwork, which I'll tell you, I'll talk to you about now on the uh, Social Marketing Academy. Again, guys, thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Christopher Tompkins. We're here every day um, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Can't, can't catch the show at 1 p.m. because you're too busy, because um, your business is booming. That's great. Catch it on demand um, through iTunes, whatever you want. Again, that's the Social Marketing Academy. You can find us online at thegoagencyusa.com. Okay, let's go on to um, let's go on to our second step: compiling information. Okay, there's two different things that you're going to be doing if you're starting from scratch on LinkedIn. You want to be creating a company profile for yourself. I mean, if you're a consultant and you don't have a company, and you're just like kind of like freelancing, then obviously you don't have to worry about that. But all the rest of us with companies that are trying to um, build our reputations, we need to create a company page as well. So on your professional profile, which is, the, which is the personal one that everyone's going to find you, and then you have your company page. Both of those are going to enable you to put um, lots of different descriptions for different areas of your experience, your company's products and services, 
Um, they allow for pictures, videos, PDF files, um, hyperlinks to places on the web that you want people to go in form of documents or what have you for downloads, you know, that kind of thing, um, and lots more. So what I would suggest that you do is take a look at the information that they want you to put into these, these um, uh, profiles first. Because I'm telling you, if you are going to go in there and just going to think, ah, I'm going to knock this LinkedIn profile out today, Ugh, it's a pain, and it'll take you time. Um, and it's easier just to see what you need and then get all that information, log back into LinkedIn, and just dump it right back in there. Because then if you have it on a Word document, say everything that you need, you can just copy and paste it, and, and you can get all that information migrated over very quickly and very easily. So um, that does save a lot of time. Also, when I'm saying uh, take a look at what is required, there's lots of extras. That's why I was saying like, look at other, look at your um, competitors or any competitor that, that, are, that is doing better than you on um, online marketing. Because even on the company's page, there's lots of options to really brand yourself. Um, through social media images, there's um, different banner ads that you can put into that are completely free. Um, you just have to have them designed yourself. You can plug in YouTube videos, promotions of your product. There's a million things you can do. Now, LinkedIn pages don't get the, as much traffic as your personal profile, but I, my, my saying is that if it's there, just use it. Use everything that's there, and you know if it if your if your page is a big hit, that's great. If it's not, oh well. You can still push people directly there by sharing the URL to your page. So, very very good information there. So, then you want to make sure that your 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 picture. This is one of the thing that drives me crazy. Get your pictures done properly. Um, don't have a for your professional picture on LinkedIn. It needs to look like how people would see you in person. So, if you, like say for example, when I have meetings sometimes I'm very, very casual because within my niche it's, I don't have to wear a three-piece suit. So that's my picture on LinkedIn. And, you know, I have um, another one of the members of our team um, does lots of very formal events, so he's wearing a suit on his LinkedIn profile. That way it's really transparent. So when you're meeting somebody virtually online, when you meet them in person, it's going to look like it's going to look like that person. Now, here's something that's kind of cutting and not something that a lot of people want to hear. If you've gained a lot of weight or lost a lot of weight, or cut your cut all your hair off, or shaved your head, or um, or you're putting a picture of you when you were 30 and now you're 50, you have to be current with your picture. I would say, it, depending on um, where you are um, in terms of uh, you know how often you change your look. I usually say at least one new picture per year, two is even better. You don't want to be changing it every single day because you want to have that resonance um, of that picture and people knowing who you are. But I'm telling you, if you've gained 100 pounds and it's a, it's a picture of a very skinny you, and then you meet them in person, it almost feels like you're trying to hide something. It's kind of, you know, it's that whole thing with the on, with online dating and the, the, the profiles and that sort of thing. That does That same feeling does cross over into professional networking, especially on LinkedIn. So try to be as transparent as you possibly can. So, okay, so you've compiled your information. You've got bios, your pictures, your logo files look good for your company. Um, you have your, the links to um, your YouTube videos that you can just pop right into your profile. Um, then the next thing you do is obviously enter all that information. When you finish entering it in, get somebody to look at it, somebody that's not a member of your company a friend, a colleague, a mentor, somebody, 
and then ask them, say, you know, does this really feel like the company? You can really almost reproduce your website um, with all the copy options they have in LinkedIn. So just use it. Put as much copy as possible. All right, so now you've got everything. You got everything um, you've researched. You've compiled the information. You entered it in. Now it starts. You should start exploring. You want to see who is uh, who's around on LinkedIn that you could be of, that could be of interest to you. My number one top tip for this is to pull out your lead list or your target list or whatever. So you should have names of companies that you're going to focus on. Maybe for um, maybe your sales guys are doing that. And what I would do is I would do a just a basic LinkedIn search, and then I would look to see who's on who's on LinkedIn that are within that market, and then even go deeper and see where they are being active on LinkedIn. Maybe you're find, they, you could find some groups that they're in. That, then you can start going into these groups, posting content, and then bam, they're seeing your face. You send them a message later on. They're like, hey, I saw now they're talking to me. Oh, okay, I know who this person is. And then your dialogue can start. The number one thing I think about LinkedIn that's always forgotten is that you have to <laughs> believe and receive, I guess you could say it. As it's, it, it's one of those things where if you know who you're looking for, you're going to be more effective. But if you're just saying, oh, I'm looking for aerospace industry, that's not specific enough. You want to be very specific on LinkedIn because you can be. And you get quite a few invitations, freebie invitations to people that you normally wouldn't get when you open a free account. So you want to make the most of it. Here's what I have to tell you. Exploring on LinkedIn, I think the groups are a great place to look. Just search um, for keywords and then look under groups. And then find groups that you can join. And then listen to the conversation. Make sure that they're relevant to you. Make sure that they're relative, relevant to building your business and your brand. You know, LinkedIn is all about connecting people in a very, very straightforward way. So the more linear your plan is in targeting these people, the more successful that you're going to be. All right, guys, I really love LinkedIn. I hope you try it. Um, I think it's going to be wonderful for your business, especially if you've tried it before and you just ah, don't have time for this. There's time for everything, but it's just you have to have – that plan together so you can really hit the ground running every time that you go in, and it's not going to be like you're stuck, you're stuck in quicksand. All right, my name is Christopher Duncan. I am the host of the Social Marketing Academy. Thanks so much for joining me today. Get on LinkedIn. Try it out. I wish you the best of success, and we'll, we'll uh, talk to you on tomorrow's show.